0: Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him. The one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord. And he worshipped him. Realizing that one has been healed leads to worship. If a person is truly grateful for their salvation and mercy, then they worship God. We see this today in our gospel. This man, born blind, Jesus spits into the ground, puts clay on his eyes. He sends him, goes to wash his eyes. He can see. Later on, he finally gets to encounter Jesus, who healed him. And what is the man's response? Recognizing he's been healed by Jesus, recognizing that Jesus is the one to come. He worships him. Literally, the text says, he prostrates himself. Each and every one of us here has been healed. Each and every one of us has received the saving mercy of God. We've been healed of sin. And when we recognize that, we worship. That is our response. That is why you are present here today. Worship is what we owe God. Our whole lives should be ordered to that, ordered towards worship Man exists to give glory to God. The old Baltimore Catechism said, Why did God make me? God made me to know him, to love him, and serve him in this life, and be forever happy with him in the next. Our lives are not about us. The most miserable people on earth are those who are most selfish. We are meant to give ourselves to another, to worship God, to give our entire life to God. But this most especially and most perfectly and most immediately happens every Sunday at every Mass we offer. We don't come to Mass for ourselves. We come because we owe it to God. If you Consider the Old Covenant sacrifices. This can help us kind of understand what we do here today. You, a guy, they would come up, they'd, they'd have some lamb or goat or some um, plants or or food or grain or whatever, and they'd offer it and they'd give it, okay? And um, sometimes if it was an animal, it would be cut in half, it would be burned and, and given that way. But realize, no faithful Israelite, after doing that, would have said, well, you know what, I'm not coming back next week. You know, to offer sacrifice. That was just really too boring. You know, I really didn't get anything out of that. Um, right? I, I think we kind of, un- we've lost what it means to worship, what it means to offer sacrifice. We've lost that if we're truly only concerned about getting something out of the Mass. It's not always fun. We may not really get anything out of it experientially sometimes. But we feel good afterwards, in a sense, because we know we've done what we should have done. Think of helping someone with their homework. Maybe it's a friend if you're young, or maybe it's one of your children. It's not always fun to do something like that, but at the end, you feel good because you did what you should. I'm sure some of you at some point stopped to help someone outside whose car was stalled or had a flat tire. It's not fun in the middle of winter when your hands are frozen, but afterwards you feel good because you did what you should. Moms and dads, here waking up in the middle of night for a crying baby or a sick child. All right, after that, yeah, didn't really, you know, enjoy that, but you feel good because you did what you should. You fulfilled your responsibility or even something as unpleasant as apologizing in our life. We apologize for things, and no one likes it. It's humiliating sometimes. But afterwards, we feel good because it's what we should have done. So there's a nobility, an ennobling feeling after we do what we should do. And the same thing goes for worship. It's been kind of a theme of mine as pastor, but this is truly what I want for all of us and for you, to come to Mass knowing that you are fulfilling your duty as a creature to your creator, offering sacrifice to your God. This is what the Catechism says. Quote, In the divine sacrifice which is celebrated in the Mass, the same Christ who offered himself once in a bloody manner on the cross is contained and offered in an unbloody way on this altar. We have two consecrations, first of the bread and then of the wine, right? We don't do this, Jesus didn't do this at the Last Supper just so we could have something to eat and something to drink, but to symbolize the separation of blood from flesh, that symbolizes death. The double consecration symbolizes, makes present, Jesus' death on the cross. Catechism continues, quote, "...the bloody sacrifice which he was to accomplish once and for all on the cross, would be represented, its memory perpetuated until the end of the world, and its saving power be applied to the forgiveness of sins that we daily commit." On the cross, Jesus, offering himself in the most perfect sacrifice of the God-man, the perfect man to God the Father, wins for us infinite merits and graces and blessings. And we tap into that in various ways, prayers, other sacraments, acts of penance, acts of charity towards others, but most perfectly at the Mass. At the Mass, all of what God has won for us, the blessings are poured down upon us as we offer the Mass. Mass is the glorification of God, and through that, men and women, we are all made holy and sanctified. I think we've lost a sense of duty in general when it comes to things today. We think more society does in terms of rights rather than responsibilities. We think first about what others owe me rather than what I owe another. But you know that this is what God wants from you, and so you offer it to him. But not just as a creature to the creator, but as a son or daughter to your loving eternal Father. So not just out of duty and justice, but you do it out of love. This is a sacrifice of love. Because you're not just offering Jesus to the Father, you're offering yourself. There's a book titled, The Priest is Not His Own. It's written by Fulton J. Sheen and He does a really nice thing at the beginning of the book. He says, you don't need to read the rest of the book. This is my main point (laughs) I want you to get, is that in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament, people offered things that were separate from them. Again, bulls, goats, grain, oil, all these things. It's separate from them. In the New Covenant with Jesus, he doesn't offer something separate. He offers himself the priest is not separate from the victim. The priest is the victim. And he writes this book mainly to ministerial priests, but you were all kingdom priests through your baptism. And so all of us in the New Covenant, we don't just offer other things. We are called to offer ourselves as the victim, the sacrificial victim to God the Father. The Mass is that self-offering of love. Love. So a duty can also be an act of love when the right attitude and disposition is attached to it. Think of all our men and women who serve our country in the military. They do it out of a sense of duty, but they do it also out of love because they love the country. Think of a dad, a father working long hours. Yes, he has a duty to support his family and to provide for them, but he does it out of love because he loves them. Same thing goes for the Mass. Yes, we owe it to God, we owe him worship and this sacrifice, but we do it out of love. And it's the greatest act of love because the greatest act of love was Christ on the cross to his Father. Most people, most Christians, even I think many Catholics, think about the Mass in terms of getting something out of it. And for if whatever reason they don't get something out of it they feel cheated they're offended as if there's an injustice towards them when again our disposition needs to be the opposite the mass isn't about me it's about God and so when I leave mass I may be irritable because my kids didn't behave I may not have liked father's homily there may have been something that distracted me for most of mass but I can still leave in peace with a clear conscience in a sense feeling good I can know that God is pleased with me because I gave him what was due to him, this offering of the unbloody sacrifice of Christ with myself united to it. I gave him the most perfect sacrifice of love. My friends, when that becomes our attitude, watch out. Our whole experience of the Mass changes, even our entire life, right? Because more and more, then we can see our whole life isn't about me, but it's about God. It's about serving others and loving others. May we continue to grow in our love of the Mass and offer it, not just out of duty, but as a sacrifice offered out of love.